the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association along with Terry Reed, an engineer, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer, Ed Salzwell, all directors at SABSA. We are here to reassure you, you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. For a second week in a row, we're having Dr. Doyle Holbert on with us. He will be speaking at the Biblical Worldview Conference at Faith Lutheran Church, Saturday, February 3, 2018. If you want more information on that conference, please go to worldviewsa.org. Dr. Holbert is a professor of biology at Bethany Lutheran College in Mankato, Minnesota. We had him on last week. You talked a lot last week, Dr. Holbert, about mitochondrial DNA pointing to a single starting individual, which we in biblical believers would call Eve, and that it also broke up into three groups or people groups or original women, which would fit right into the biblical narrative of three sons and wives of Noah. Terry, you were going to ask a follow-up question on that. Well, I was wondering if we've learned anything from the Y chromosome, which comes down through the paternal lineage. Yes. Uh, Yes, we have. And what is so interesting about this is that while on the ark, we would expect that there might be three women who would all three, and actually four women, but one of them, as far as we know, had no children. That would have been Noah's wife. But his, uh, Noah's son's wives, we would have expected perhaps there to be some difference in their mitochondrial DNA if they were not related, closely related anyway. But on the Y chromosome side of things, the Y chromosome is passed down, of course, as you mentioned, through the male. And what we find when we do a coalescence study of the Y chromosomal DNA, we do not find that it coalesces back to three individuals, back, but back to one. Now, what's so interesting about that is that that also is exactly what we would expect if the Bible were true. We would expect that all of the Y chromosomes in the world today could coalesce back to Noah's. Now, he had three sons on the ark, sure enough, but their Y chromosomal DNA would have been identical to his, or at least more or less identical to his, because he passed his DNA, his Y chromosomal DNA, down to his sons. So because they were related, we would expect that their DNA would be the same as his, and that's exactly what we find when we do the coalescence study, that it only coalesces back to one, while the mitochondrial DNA, which is passed down through women, coalesces back to three individuals. Yeah, so that also could be a a sign that it was just one man to start off with, as in Adam, 
Would that also be something you could conclude? Yes. It, well, yes, it sure could be. And some of that just depends on the mutation rate and the section of the Y chromosome that you take to look at the mutation rate. And there may have been some mutations already at the time of Noah, but in some parts of the Y chromosome, the mutation rate is very slow. In other parts, it's very fast. So it just depends sort of on on what uh, what part they took, whether that would represent Adam or Noah. And we don't really have a way of knowing, but it would certainly work the same way for either Adam or Noah. And is there a time frame? Like uh, how many thousands of years would it be, or hundreds of thousands? Did it, was that uh, also? I am not as uh, up-to-date on that as okay. I am on that it coalesced back to one. Okay. I can say this, that they calibrated this study also back to chimpanzees mm. <laughs> and took them a while of, to find the right region of the DNA to calibrate. But when they did, sure enough, they were able to get a time span of just under, I believe, if I'm correct, 200,000 years for Y-chromosomal Adam. Okay. And so, I, I have not actually seen a study that looked at the current mutation rate in the Y chromosome. I'm sure somebody has done something like that, but it is more difficult to do because it's so variable. Right. But to underline this, both in terms of the Y chromosome as well as the mitochondrial chromosome data that you're referring to, originally when they calibrated these dates, it was with an assumption of the evolutionary timeline. It was not with real decay rates of those DNA strands. And what you said is something that's very important. And many of the studies, in fact, most of the studies that I read, begin their study with the assumption that evolution is true and then work from that standpoint to extrapolate their dates backwards. So if they begin with that assumption, it's no wonder that that their dates are in agreement with evolutionary theory. You've decided what the answer is, and you come up with that answer. And you work backwards. And work backwards. Go ahead, Carl. Well, that leads me into another question then. What evolutionary findings have been useful in, let's say, medical advances or anything else in biology? You know, there's only one that I can think of that has really been useful in terms of medicine, evolutionary findings, and it is microevolution. It is not macroevolution. It is the ability to trace a, a, for example, a viral infection back to the location that it has come from based upon the mutations that you find in that virus. Once again, that is microevolution and it is not macroevolution. I don't see very many, very many advances. In fact, I cannot think of one off the top of my head, one any particularly great advance in medical science as a result of evolutionary theory. In point of fact, I've had it told to me by several biologists that the field of biology could do just fine without the theory of evolution. In spite of that saying that I see quoted quite often that nothing in biology makes sense except in light of evolution, it's really just not true. There are many things in biology that make sense apart from evolution. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. This week we're talking again with Dr. Doyle Holberg, professor of biology at Bethany Lutheran College.
Carl, you're the man with the questions today. Yeah, as far as the biology and evolutionary thing, what in biology has been hampered by the evolutionary theory? The bottom line is that junk DNA was used by evolutionists as proof of evolution, but now that junk DNA has now found not to be junk, do they still claim it as proof of evolution? Dr. Holbert, we thank you for all of this, and we encourage people to join you at the Biblical Worldview Conference at Faith Lutheran Church Saturday, February 3, 2018. The cost is $25 per person with lunch included, which is a great deal. And we encourage people to either go to worldviewsa.org or go to our website on our calendar page where all of this is detailed. 
Information for creation events around Bear County can always be found on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org, that is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org, or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a link for contact information and on which you can order our newsletter. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That's Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. now at Grady's Restaurant at the corner of San Pedro and Jackson Keller. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of hundreds of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.